For now, let us relish within the Lotus. Season 2, Episode 15, Juggalo Family. Welcome everyone to episode 15 of season 2 of the Juggalo Rewind podcast. My name is Peter, I'm here with Chris. What is going on, Chris? Oh, it's good to be back. Sorry to interrupt you, what were you, uh, huh? <laughs> you were uh, deep in thought? I was, I was reading the, uh, the tale of the tape for whatever reasons, I you know, know why we're here. <laughs> I know <laughs> what's on here, but uh, I was just studying it intently. We were talking about why we are here in general, and Chris was very excited, uh, as you may or may not know, whether you're a longtime listener to us or this is the first time you're popping in, as we said, we're the Juggalo Rewind, and we go track by track through classic Juggalo albums, giving our narrative, telling stories. We're just two guys from Detroit, and we think we have a little different perspective on you know what Twisted or ICP or Blaze, etc. may be saying in these songs, and we're just having fun, song and, by song. Uh, I guess getting to the bottom. Is it a classic? We think it is. As we get through this, in the end, we'll decide if it is. <laughs> if it, if it des- deserves its place in the Juggalo canon. Yeah, we don't really talk about it like that that much. We kind of just go along like, hey, this is something that we like, and let's dissect it. But we've never, I guess because we're only two seasons in, we've never <laughs> well, talked about like, oh yeah, that sucked. You know what well, I mean? You we, did during the Crows. <laughs> well, last week, you're a rule. That's only one song. It wasn't like an overall, like, well, that... CD was terrible. So yeah, you actually got changed uh, by Swarm. That one you were going in thinking it sucked, and we changed I, your mind. That's why we do this. We're we're all learning together. We're revisiting. Whether you're, we've said it a million times. Whether you're an old fan, a new fan, a fan that fell off, there's something here for you. Just come along for the ride. You got uh, anything going on with you? Same old, same old. Since the last uh, time we talked. No, oh, yeah, nothing new. No crows have attacked you? No. I feel like I see crows a lot more now out there. Are maybe, you sure they're not ravens? Maybe I'm looking for them more, or maybe they're following us maybe. since we've been opening the book of the Lotus. Maybe they're looking for you. I don't know. The creepy lights got fixed I outside. Did that, that, yeah. yeah, I called. Like, I was the one who got it fixed. I saw it on the news. Yeah, it was going off on Plymouth Road. Like, the whole... People were like, this is... If you're driving, you got epileptic seizure and crash? Like... Okay, fame, pal. You're telling people where the studio is. <laughs> You were trying to get people to come here from Astronomicon, so... That's true, right around the corner. Come it was in. dangerously close. When I got home, I'm like, man, this is like a stone's throw away. <laughs> a little too close. Come. I don't want plunger going. Guy <laughs> wandering into my yard. Come, come crash in the studio. I didn't see him at all this year. Andrew sent the picture to us. Like, right here, the first one in the building, walking I, in, and I, I did not spot so, him yeah. the entire entire weekend. It's upsetting. <laughs> we'll get him on next season, for sure. <laughs> Good old Plunger King. Check out his lawsuits going against the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> or not, just Shaggy. Not the- yeah, just for using his likeness. <laughs> yeah. Clearly wearing the shirt of himself like he's Tommy Dreamer. Company uh, man. <laughs> uh, another thing that I feel is relevant nowadays, not that we are trying to timestamp ourselves, but again, if you're a new listener, uh, we are 
as drama free as humanly possible with this. We're just doing all this in good fun, yeah. you know, in the, I think we're going to get into this later, but in the world and in the juggalo world, we try to stay pretty even keeled and lighthearted. Well, the world is so bleak to begin with. So <laughs> why, uh, why make any of this? And we're, we're taking it back to an era of different times. So there's no point to even get involved in that. You know, even when, if we interact or discuss anything with folks, right. I mean, um, we're, so- we're just, pulling up old history is what we're here for some people just like to you know be negative for negative sake yeah. but we're here for for fun and enjoyment we're old alos we're here to find out about the old stuff B- boomer alos as you like <laughs> to call them as much as we're not on facebook we are still boomer alos man you can see the dust bunnies passing the facebook page <laughs> well what do you want me to do <laughs> try to make me a moderator i'll get in there I, then you take my phone and you do it <laughs> well since we've talked about all the social medias we might as well throw it in now <laughs> facebook twitter instagram and tiktok is at juggalo rwd find all of our nonsense there you can listen to us wherever you're listening right now or if you want to switch it up try youtube spotify apple all those good places that everyone goes to and youtube we're gonna we're gonna try to dip our toes into more content on youtube we haven't figured that out yet but yeah, we want to make it more than just stagnant videos to listen to. We have ideas for other nonsense, but... We just need time, so give us one human dollar on Patreon, <laughs> which we don't have set up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we will do fun videos for you. Hello, Dan Housen here. Please send money to Dan Housen. Uh, you can find Dan Housen if you Google him. It's quite wonderful. He's taking over everything. This fellow's giving money to Dan Housen right thank now. Uh, thank you for letting me... What the hell is this? Stuff. This is a dollar. All right, well, you know what? You're fired, but I'm keeping the dollar. <laughs> That's 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 BS. Oh, you said I was a taskmaster. I had to give you money. I gave you money. What have I been fired for? This is not money. This is a one dollar bill. <laughs> this is barely worth the paper it's printed on. For a dollar, you'll do. I was saying, do an episode for two. You're doing videos for a dollar. <laughs> I'm just saying, if everyone gives us a dollar, that buys us more. I don't know how that buys us more time. We're not quitting our jobs. With <laughs> <laughs> if everyone who listened to Garrett's episode gives us a dollar, we we could take a week off, maybe. In- <laughs> That's like a couple days PTO for me. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. The website's juggalorewind.com. You can email us at juggalorwd at gmail, or you can call us at 810-666-1570. Don't we want to hear them seance stories, folks. Have you done the seance from the booklet? Let's hear it. Yeah, we need to hear more nonsense. We got one today. Did you see it? It was like a spam call, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) On my way over here. I'm like, what is At first I thought it wasn't because the the translator said something about like dead and I'm like, oh, someone's talking about Blaze and then it's like, your account, this and that. I'm like, what the hell is this? I should probably listen to that just to make sure. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, we're dangerously close to the end of the season so we'll be dipping into the old mailbag and the voice mailbag and seeing what everyone has to say and fixing our mistakes and doing all that stuff. So, <laughs> a little sleepy boy. Oh, just right. gotta wake up, man. This is the big one. This is the family reunion. This is the biggest one of the family reunion. Before we get into the blood and guts, if you will. Not fingers and toes, though. <laughs> no, that's something different. <laughs> uh, time for your surprise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little thirsty boy. Look at me. I'm done. I ain't got no beer, man. I'm on a brewski, huh? And a booski. Just me beer. Dog, we ain't got no fucking beer for it, Joe. I just, what? So, 
We have uh, a mystery one mystery for you. Mystery beer, because I could not find one. There's no family friendly. Did you need a different glass? No, I need a bottle opener, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, I came with a glass bottle. Chris cool. isn't ready for that. Here we go. I got one. There's always one on reserve behind the old studio desk. All right. There you go. Let's see. What do we got here? Booski <laughs> of the week. Oh. You said it was cold. It's still a little warm. Well, it was a couple minutes <laughs> Before ago. Before we start talking for an hour. Yeah. Here we go. Shorts Brew. Good humans. Now, you're going to have to explain why you picked this. I, could, I think I have an idea. Um, I think just for, well, for bigger overall picture, I think everyone should be good humans. And <laughs> no one out there outside of these four walls are right now. <laughs> But this is the Juggalo family on the cover, right? This is what we're saying. It could be, yeah. Everyone's, uh, it's all inclusive. Passion, kindness, wisdom, unity, and passion, it says here. I think everyone is just, uh, you're good humans, you're in the family. I don't know. It was it, the tagline makes sense, too. We're humans, we're all in this together. That's almost what they're singing on the hook. It's like the um, serial killer, we are the world. What they got going on this track? If they had to redo this and and Ouija replaced AVK, <laughs> he would say that tagline in the hook. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Ouija line. We're all in this together. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you want to know what this beer is, other than what it looks like, this is Shorts Brew. Everyone from Michigan knows, but if you're outside of Michigan, Shorts Brew is in Elk Elk Rapids, Michigan. Hmm. They're a big, they're a big time brewery out here. I'm known for all their labels, they got tons of cool labels every year. Different ones. This one's Good Humans. It's a dry hopped double brown ale. That dry hop's gonna go good for my <laughs> sinus throat. That's cracker. Oh, man. oh, there we go. A couple tries on that one. That's a lot as hell. Let's pour it. Let's see what we got here. Oh yeah, it's looking good, everybody. Looks tasty. Nice foam. There we go. You want to take a, take a smell? Yeah. You're a big fan of the smells? I am. Big smellski. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't smell like anything. So yeah. if you, you uh, Matt, if you're in Michigan, you could find this, I'm sure. If not, maybe uh, maybe you can, but crack it open, drink along, because this is a celebration. This is the Juggalo family party. There they all are on the cover. Steven Tyler looks like he's on I the left side there. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Tyler. Imagine Steven Tyler singing this hook. Oh, man. Been playing the piano like it's a dream on. <laughs> We're all in this together. I don't know. It was the best that I could do. I like it. It's better than what I could find. I could not find anything. you think there'd be a lot of, like, goofy family beers. Yeah. A lot of skull. That was funny. When I was looking for the beer, this is a little nice little story, Sir walks in. He's like, <laughs> of course, the guy working is always like, yeah, I need help. I need help find anything? He goes, looking for a beer with a skull on it. It's kind of colorful. The guy's like, oh, is it local? I don't know. I had it last time I was here, and it was delicious. So they're looking everywhere. He's like, this one? Nope. This one? No. He's like, the guy working there is like, oh, there's, there's just so many beers with skulls on it. <laughs> I don't know if he ever found it or not, but I was dying laughing. He didn't remember, like, where he picked it. You know, like. He said he got it there, I think. Same section. You know, yeah, like, it's know. on the wall. It's like He had no idea. Well, <laughs> I hope hope he found it. There was a, there was a, a bunch of... Uh, Really like mocha stouts and stuff. They're very good. They have skulls on them. Pricey. But I don't think that was it. If it was colorful and tasty. I don't think he was buying stouts. I want that Cracker Jack one. That sounds good. I have a banana split one in the fridge. I still haven't opened. Oof. 
by the same people who made the uh, Neapolitan ice cream one, which is fantastic. Oh my god, <laughs> get me drinking you get right a now. Photo ski of this one. All right, well, Chris does that again. I should have been taking this time to do the other stuff because you know it acts like we know what we're doing, but we don't. Chris has to set the mood and turn the lights down. While he does that, I will. I don't know. You want me to start the uh, the nonsense? Yeah. All right. As we said, Juggalo Family. Very important track. Uh, our friend Michelle said that this is the most important track in Juggalo music history. That's a, that's a strong statement. Yeah, that's pretty big, but it's, it's possible. I'm not going to hate on that. 15th track on Tales from the Lotus Pod. We didn't mention that. <laughs> this season we are going through Dark Lotus's album, Tales from the Lotus Pod, which has two versions, as you may or may not know. Original has Mars, reissue has ABK. We call them red and gold. And definitive. That's what Big Man said. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Did you uh, taste that first or skipping around here? Oh, yeah. Very nutty taste. It's good. Well, I don't think it needs to be that cold either. Well, that's every week. You're like, it's too cold. It's not cold enough. <laughs> well, the darker the beer, usually the, the warmer, not warmer, the room temperatureist. Like, hmm. you want it? I don't know. I should have mentioned that I brought over for Juggalo Family. Nice rock and rye. Oh, you should have got the Hennessy. Shit, I already finished. <laughs> it's like a spit cup now. Yeah. Important flavor, important drink, important song. What's important? Are you watching something on eBay over there? No, I was just turning off the camera. It was still on. All right. <laughs> Last week I was buying wrestling figures, and now you're buying VHS Calcium tapes. videos. If you out there Coliseum video, no, anyway, he's gone. <laughs> Hit us up. Let us know what Coliseum <laughs> video. That's not what this podcast is about. This is important. Let's get back to the tail of the tape. All right, producer on this track, Twisted's own homie Fritz the Cat, known famous from his days at the disc. <laughs> is that he was famous? I, <laughs> I was trying to give him some sort of tagline. Yeah, uh, he's done a couple tracks on here, right? This yeah, got to be his. Second or third. As we said, there's the three sessions. Um, clearly, the twisted Fritz ones that they brought to the table, and then the early Mike Clark and the late Mike P. Not, oh. not like that he's dead. Just to use the later recording. Rest session. in peace, Mike P. Um, Come on now. And we've also learned through other other means that those kind of intertwined a little more, and you know, Fritz may have had more of a hand than we originally give him credit for. But we'll talk about that all at the end, right? Yeah, that's safe for the end. Time on this track. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We had a couple of short ones, so you know they gotta. Uh, it gets impo- the more important the track, the longer it gets in Juggalo. I guess maybe. that's true. Juggalo family clocks in at six minutes and seven seconds. And in my mind, it's not a long song at all. Like I feel like the verses are pretty quick. They really are, <laughs> and well get to why it's god what is with you over Sorry. there i can't edit all of those out <laughs> it's stuck right in my throat yes 607 we said it was track 15 we actually have a couple notes on this one yeah we haven't had notes in a while also found on we should that was a staple so. if you listen to us the first season that was <laughs> man the cryptic collections those were <laughs> popping like crazy in the forgotten not forgotten freshness cryptic uh, psychopathics yeah, from our space those are the two that I felt like the tail of the tape in season one took up like most of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even like dive into lyrics until like five or six episodes right. in. We're like, maybe we should start doing it this way. 
<laughs> we should go back and listen to those first couple episodes. I bet they're totally different. Yeah, the format. Well, we perfect our craft. <laughs> we're we're right. professionals in both the written and oral word. <laughs> so, Juggalo Family also found on the Hatchet History album, which came out in... O2. So that's interesting. Am I confused? Hatchet History came out at the gathering? Came out with, yeah, with the definitive version. Why do you keep saying that? Because that's what it's called. (laughs) That's what it's called. It's right on the spine of the album. (laughs) It says on the spine. So you could have gone to the gathering, gotten Hatchet History, not gotten Tales from the Lotus Pod, and heard this for the first time and been like, what the fuck is this? Or heard it for the second time hearing the replaced lyrics. That's what I mean. Like, it'd be, if you didn't get the gold version and you just listened to this, you'd be like... Yeah, but that was an album that you're buying it so deep in the weeds on Juggalo shit, there's no way you were buying that and not knowing that they changed the lyrics, right? I'm not saying you didn't know, but it's just interesting that you yeah. could have... If you pop that in before you popped in even the, the gold yeah. one, if you're in a car. You just wanted to listen to, It's time <laughs> I told you. I like that, even though it's so cheesy. That song is kind of sweet. Is that the only new one on that? This isn't a hatchet history. Uh, uh, is that the first time we heard Hollow Point and Gang Related, though, on hatchet history? Because I remember, like, popping hard for those two tracks. And How was like, that CD not out before then? <laughs> that CD was not out. Dirty, or, uh, Hedger Warrior? I feel like that CD's been out since, like, 93. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're probably talking about it. Well, while well, Chris looks that up, because I think we talked about that earlier. and That came out April of 03. So yeah, so those two tricks, I, he performed at, I, we always get these confused, 01 and 02. He performed at 02, and, like, we were, I remember we were walking into the venue, and, like, Sanchez had a boner. Yeah, as we were getting ready to go down to the concourse, like the hollow, I think Hollow Point or Gang Relay like started. Like he's, um, it might have been Hollow Point. Like they had the intro and like it popped off. We're like running down, we're running down the stairs to get down to the floor, marking out for it. You had your amulet for the floor. We traded every, somehow we traded with someone every day and got down there. Were you a good boy and only followed your one day pass? I feel like we used your pass to get down. (laughs) We we all intertwined and traded. Probably did. Uh, how many days was it? That was three? three. Yeah. There was a triangle, a square, and a circle. There was definitely one day I was on the floor. There was definitely one day I sat up straight across from the stage mm-hmm. all the way back, like in the seats. Like it, like it's a straight up arena show. You're way back yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm watching the fucking Eric Clapton out <laughs> in fucking the palace. And maybe just once. So once up in the seats and twice on the floor, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> So yeah, it's found on Hatchet History. <laughs> Anyways, back to, back to the song. <laughs> I assume it's the second version. I it assume is, it's yeah. Ab- it's gotta be the oh, yeah. version. Um, that was a good booklet, too, on Hatchet History. Like, the gold foil cover, and it folded out with all the photos inside. Like, yeah. Looking back, it's just a like, kind of best of. doesn't with really... one new song. Yeah, but at the time, it was cool. You bought it like a mark. <laughs> Tell me you didn't, son of a bitch. I probably still have I know I still have I still have it. Have it. I... I uh, put all my old CDs in storage in the garage, except all the Juggalo stuff, all the local Detroit stuff, and uh, maybe a handful of others. But yeah, I still have all the Juggalo shit saved. I'm looking up Hatchet History now because now I got to see what's on the CD. Intro. I don't remember the intro. Mm. Uh, yeah, k- kicks off with "It's Time." Nice little uh, mix here. Got a Project Born song in there. <laughs> Got Zug Island, Misery. You got a little bit of everybody. It's kind of cool, yeah. 
rundown of the label at the time. There was like the history of the label before they got out of control with trying to sign. Remember the old Hatcher House days where it was like 10 people signed? They were like making. Yeah, they had that one weird tunnel runner CD yeah. that had like one of every random. That's almost like how Magic Ninja is now, where I'm like, is that guy actually on the label? Or like, you know, there's some people who randomly drop shit and you're like, oh, they're still around? Yeah, I think they just. Yeah, I don't understand. It's almost like a. Uh, uh, I feel like some of them acts, maybe the smaller ones, are like doing it all on their own, and Magic Ninja is kind of like an outlet for them to like. I was going to just say that. that it's house like them. Their, um, what do you call it? Distribution. Yeah, I think that's more so now. Which I've gathered. People speculate, some people even in this era were on that kind of deal. Oh, for sure, yeah. Some people who you wouldn't think were on that were on it. Who? <laughs> I'm not here to speculate. <laughs> bleep, is, bleep it out. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> you have to figure out how to edit all that out. <laughs> no idea where we left off. Uh, it'd be nice if this Hatchet History CD was in order. Oh, like, like uh, from the beginning of the... Yeah, but I know why you can't, because you want to have two Zug Islands and multiple whatevers, but like it's just it's weird. You start off with the Riddle Box, and then you have Ringmaster in the middle. Yeah, That's fine. It's bizarre. It's not bizarre. <laughs> um, I hope you like bizarre. Can we do that? Just that song? Hey, if we're going off... Oh, that's something we got to talk about later. Uh, after we stop recording, yeah. we're going to go over my list of songs that yeah, we can not do. albums. Spoiler alert, folks. Yeah, so we may have uh, bonus boys for just $2. Just $2. <laughs> just two human dollars. You can... Uh, Give that to us, and we will give you something. That's like a two-liter Fago nowadays, right? Yeah, they're expensive. They're like 160 190 it's something. I mean, it's still leaps and bounds cheaper than a Coca-Cola. Yeah. I drink Fago. It's only a buck ten. <laughs> it's not a buck ten, I can tell you what. Looking at my bottle right now. That's how much a 20-ouncer is now? Big 24, boy. Oh, on the ones I get by my house, it yeah, has a little sticker. sticker on it, and I think it's one twenty-five oh, wow. or one thirty-nine or something. The uh, the one by my mom's house, we always say special sticker to be special. Everything's a special price, <laughs> <laughs> and they're always if you ain't buying the booze there, it's all outdated. <laughs> you better watch it. Uh, tip for all you out of towners, or you're like, oh, you know, Fago's special to you. If you're coming to Detroit, you pick up that bottle and you tilt it, and you look for that expiration date. Depending on what you get, like Rock and Rye, no. The, root Beer, Cola, I think those are flying through. No. Even, even... I've found Cherry Colas that... Ah, uh, but Cherry Colas... Sp- no. The, the, I've found them all to be bad. I think you... I think you... I think you just grab a Rock and Rye or a Coke... Or a Coke. Hey, a Cola or a Hey, Danielle, <laughs> what's your favorite Fago flavor? Do you have a favorite... We're having a run-in. What's your favorite Fago flavor? Cola. Yeah. Nothing wrong. You don't like rock and rye? No. It's too You think they're all too sweet? Yeah. Grape's a good one. Did you ever get a grape? You just feel that in your teeth. <laughs> yeah, but there, there's some like that that you can't have with a meal. You know? Oh, like I can't have too... any of those. Yeah, no. I don't think any of them. Have you had the bomb pop one? The firework one? Did you have... Yeah, we had it last uh, that summer. Was, that was actually really good. It was like three sittings, though. Like the 24-ounce? Yeah. I had like three different times. Like, they're so sweet. You can't yeah, get through Talk it. about not drinking that with a meal. Yeah, it's just no. It's too much. It's, we call it a dessert, Fago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very special <laughs> occasion. It. 
I never tried the, um, was it like a cream soda one? Either? Oh, cream soda is a cream soda Hall of Famer. Famer. Yeah. Oh, that just sounds terrible. You don't like cream soda? No. Cousin Aaron would be real upset if he, if he ever gets to this episode. <laughs> you, you put that with like a, you make a root beer float, but with that. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll bring you over an assortment. Right. Oh man, at work, they have all this pop and water in the, in the shop and you can just grab whatever. And they got a variety pack of Fago. Oh, no. they sell variety packs of Fago? Yeah, it's like of all cans, but it's like twist, grape, orange, and something else. What's and twist? It's like their Sprite, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's very good, too. Yeah. I'm a fan. I could try that. Okay. 60-40 is good, too. I don't know if I've ever had that. 60-40 is like citrusy. She's gone. She's I just like the guy on uh, Juggalo Juice. 60-40. The guy who does the voices when he names them all off. <laughs> now, the best one is Dr. Fago. But they don't make that anymore, do they? It's very hard to find. Are There's we going to keep all this in here? Or are we going on? <laughs> I don't know. You're going to have to decide that. There's a lot of flavors I want to try I've never tried, though. Like, even the cotton candy I don't think I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, our friend Kevin the is green super apple. into those. Like, yeah. It's like this caramel apple, cotton candy, blue raspberry. Like, those are yeah, not my style. Every once in a while. Like, this thing is like, I love to get the grape every once in a while. But, like, hard to find. It. It's like Kroger's only has, like, Rock and Rye, Diet Cola, root beer, like, 24s. Yeah. So, I'm like, to find a grape... I'm not buying a two-liter. You like, just go to the party store. Yeah, I don't. I, this party store doesn't have shit for like non-booze, <laughs> non-boozies. <laughs> what were we talking about? That's your oh. history. We keep getting distracted. That's <laughs> your history. Anyways, to go quickly backwards, if you're not a Fago drinker and you find some, check the. the that's date. what you were starting. Yeah, the yeah. dates. Because <laughs> very often do I find one that's like, eh, this is a little out of date. So. <laughs> And then that went from Hatchet History, and then we were here for Juggalo Rewind. <laughs> Dark Lotus. Members. On the track. <laughs> All seven members. Pedals. Pedals, if you will. On the original, we had all six. Mars bumped off. ABK came on. So, we're so like, when the pedals leave, do they fall? Like, Wilt hit the ground? Like, so, ABK still holding on. But Mars is like a wilted pedal on the floor next to Vampiro and Esham and Dr. Giggles and <laughs> Dr. Giggles. everyone else. Well, <laughs> Bone if, Thugs. If you've uh, done your research, six individual pedals <laughs> for one stem. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. So all those other ones are just on the floor. I guess when I make the collage at the end of the year, I'll just have them all underneath the. Yeah, that'll be a sad state of affairs. <laughs> You gonna put their names on each one? I was gonna Photoshop them all together like the Sergeant Pepper's album. Spoiler alert! I don't get that reference. <laughs> That's more absurd than you not knowing Star Wars. Fuck <laughs> you, not knowing Sergeant Pepper's. I don't. I no idea what you're talking about. It's one of the greatest albums ever made in music history. It's all right. Is that the one where they're walking across the no. the street? It's the one where they're at the grave site and they're all photoshopped in a bunch of pop culture people. I've never seen that in my life. It's gone. On to the song. <laughs> uh, did we have something else? Did we have a... We didn't have anything else on this one? No, I thought there'd be a sample. If you out there know, the very beginning of this, the... Bow, 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 that sounds like it has to be from something. I don't know. Did Fritz just make that on the fly? It's possible. A head of pool. That feels like a sample. We'll get into it in a second, but it is... We can. I complained about it in another song where, like, the intro was vastly different. Mm -hmm. This one kind of does the same thing, right? Like yeah, the that little guitar thing is vastly different from like the normal beat. Yeah. 
but it works. Like yeah, I don't, I don't I hate like it. This one. Like off the crows, which is very ominous. Like, and then it gets like it's like what ominous, <laughs> like trails out, and then that horn kicks in. It's like bow, bow, and then sample or the interview J clip, and then it kicks into the song. I don't know that the way that hits. I dig it, and it's such yeah. an odd sound to me that bow, 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 bow. it works. Yeah, I dig it. it. Did not work on the crows. Crows is fine. I like it. All right, so <laughs> we're into it. We're getting yeah. right into the right Here into the go, song. Folks. We've already started. So. H A R D. What? <laughs> Let me uh, grab my notebook here. Oops, I'm on the wrong page. This season, I've kept the whole book intact. Usually, I take pages out. We'll save those when we get big enough. We have like our own tent at a gathering or a astronomical. I'm on display. Well, the, f- <laughs> the first year is shit can. I don't have that one anymore, so I'll try to keep this one. So yeah, as you said, it starts with that l- little. I won't make you do the noise again. It's like a horn. I feel like. Um, but the intro is Violent J and Mars. Mars is only kind of like hyping in the background, right? He doesn't have like a real. Yeah, I don't even remember that him yelling noises. Yep, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that in this. That's this whole album. Yeah, but this one in particular, there's some that are. We'll get into that. I don't think this is actually from an interview. Well, it someone, sounds like it, but yeah, I. I, I was, it's, it's a cool effect to make it sound like it is, but I don't think it is. Yeah, it sounds like, or it sounds like that, but he recorded it for this specifically. Yes. Yeah. So he says, um, someone asked him if he would trade 10 Juggalos for 100 mainstream fans. And he said, I wouldn't trade 10 Juggalos for 100,000 mainstream <laughs> fans. And why? 10 Juggalos are priceless. And they wanted to know if I would trade 10 Juggalos for 100 mainstream fans. Yeah. And I said, I wouldn't trade 10 Juggalos for 100,000 mainstream yeah. fans. 10 yeah. Juggalos is priceless. So let's... Uh, well, I got a price for you, Juggalos, though. That price two dollars, two dollars <laughs> per month. Is, My PayPal is twenty by twenty apparel no, at it is to, to go to Apple or Spotify or YouTube, rate, review, subscribe, or leave a comment on YouTube. One of those things. That's our price. I'm like the million dollar man. Everyone's got a price. <laughs> Do we want to bring down the whole feeling for this episode right away, or do we just let it go? Uh is this is this in terms of uh, how this is aged? Is that what we're saying? But uh, not that it's aged, but the <laughs> how, how the world is aged around these lyrics. Is that we're oh talking about? no no I'm talking <laughs> that's where you're going specifically the insinuation that yeah they you think he's lying? <laughs> wow! Oh my! I wasn't saying that at all. <laughs> I was going to talk about something totally different. Okay, well, sorry, you made me twice stick my foot in my mouth when I'm talking here. But now that you've brought it up, uh, so, Chris, as I'm interviewing you, I'll put the microphone right in your mouth, step yeah. right up to it, I'll here make sure that... I'm right here, dog. Here I am. <laughs> What's the next line? And I'm running with a hatchet. Oh, no, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Uh, I'm trying to What's catch Chris on line. What's <laughs> Uh-oh, pal. You get me. Um, so you're saying that uh, Violent J is lying here. I'm not. You, I was you, asking you if that's what you saying, thought. Well, no, now I'm turning down your mic. We're not going to hear Chris. Chris, is, are you insinuating that he would sell off 10 Juggalos for 100,000 mainstream paying fans? Not you you may era, speak now. Not in the era of uh, Tales. He might have in the era of Ringmaster and Riddlebox before he knew they were Juggalos and he knew how priceless they were. And he was trying to become a superstar. 
But yeah. I wasn't insinuating. I was, I was what? guessing that was your insinuation because of your negativity. What about well, that? Strike that from the record. <laughs> well, I'm like uh, SVU. Like that's not what we asked. Let's answer the question. What? What about today? Today, Woody? No, he's totally fine. He's happy in his spot. He's already like they've crossed over. Their pop culture relevance. They're uh, they're in the zeitgeist of <laughs> of the world. I think they they're totally fine now. It's not even on their mind. This is they're still on their mind, as you can see by this by this intro. I feel like it still kind of wrestles with them of like how big could they be? I think this is the this is the era where they finally just don't give even up. care. Yeah, not give up, but like don't care of how big they get because Well Jay they, didn't care how big he got in this era. <laughs> <laughs> he's now he's no longer hungry and crabby. <laughs> All right. Well, now that Chris has just totally defamed the entire uh, thought process, I like that you got me. <laughs> you just set me up with that one. You said, I didn't set you up at all. You. Came what were you up. trying to talk about? Uh, verse number one: Blaze your dead homie. Um, I think I've I've been thinking that we should skip around a little here. Follow me if you think we should do this. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm not going to trick you. Well, not that I tricked you the first time. <laughs> Usually at the end of the episode, we talk about specific lines or references that are just kind of like, we call them their, you know, they have a spot in the juggalo culture or they're historic yeah. or they stick out more so than others. I think there's one of those in every verse here. And I think we should pick them out as we go along. Okay. Sorry to throw that on you, no. but like I don't know if I could pick one. Each one has its own. Like, yep, that's it, right? Call there. out from each one. Yeah. All right. So, verse number one, Mister Dead Homie, first name Blaze. <laughs> he has love for his homies. Yes, they're all the members of the Lotus. <laughs> Squashing all deadly forces. What deadly like forces are there? Prequel for the supervillains and super superheroes. <laughs> um, interesting that he calls out the. This gimmick. This gimmick. We've called that in most songs here. But I did write down here, been to hell, could have spent eternity there. All the bad shit I'd done, I should still be there. Blaze went to hell. Yeah. Has that ever been mentioned? Um, He's been dead. He's been in the nether void. He's from outer space. <laughs> He's from outer space. Write that down. <laughs> but it's interesting that he put been to hell. I, I just, I don't know. Obviously, he's saying because of all the stuff that he's done, all the bad stuff he's done in his life. Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting that he called out that he did not make it to Shangri-La. So, so he was saved almost by the Dark Carnival in this resurrection. He's like a born-again juggalo. He's, <laughs> he's given a second chance. Yeah. Man, now that we're talking about this, there's so much other stuff that I wanted to talk about at the top of the episode, but we're just going to have to wait till the end. So All I'm, right. I'm getting... We may have to take a pause and let pause. me listen to the song again and get all hyped up. Yeah, I just want to sing along as I read the lyrics. <laughs> I mean, you can. That's usually what you do. We have a drop for it, so you might as well sing your heart out. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. That's true, though. For the Blaze origin story, so we're adding that he... Yeah, it wasn't just hang around in the killing fields in purgatory he was he was all the way down in hell's pit all the bad shit i done i should still be there well he was a uh he was a gang member he, he was, was in shootings i'm sure he killed plenty of people wow <laughs> jesus statute of limitations pal <laughs> and i think like we talked we're going to talk in all the future verses here he's talking about how he 
I don't want to say respects, but all his homies in the Lotus are his little clique, and then all the Juggalos are his crew, and he'll, mm-hmm. you know, they always have his back, and he has theirs, and till the end, the screaming Juggalo. Did you skip over the the line that is the line, the standard line? Is that, that's what I was um, thinking? I don't know. What do you think it is? Running with a hatchet straight out the Lotus Pod. I think that's kind of stupid. Oh, <laughs> that was the one I thought was the standout. I think mine is I got love for my homies, members of the Lotus, straight off the bat because of what it is, and it's just it kicks off the yeah, song. Yeah, it's memorable because it's the first thing you hear on this the song that is the song. <laughs> The song. Um, I mean, I, I'm not hating on running with a hatchet straight out the Lotus Pod. I tied with that. I think the Juggalos, can you feel, man? Oh, yeah. Just because of how he says it. So those two together, maybe. True. Pretty memorable overall. I mean, when you have, what is it, eight lines, and we yeah. could argue two or three of them are top, mm-hmm. that's pretty solid right there, right? Dark Lotus, psychopathic, that's the way to go. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's been slow ending (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't go out in a bang that's fine no no it's all good you done with mr homie yeah all right we'll see you blaze get on back to hell (laughs) (laughs) you go to hell and you die (laughs) uh verse number two monoxide i think his is interesting the well there's a couple things now that i find are interesting (laughs) here i like his flow Different and I, I, yeah, a little bit of that singing manager or monoxide pops spe- up here. Specifically, I like how he ends each line at the beginning with the first line of the next. So, so many people in the oh, matrix yeah. die alone. Hey, not me, my soul belongs to Juggalos. They, yeah, true. I didn't even keep like me think going. Of that. And like, that is cool. It's, I guess you could say it's sing songy without yeah. being sing songy, but I think it's an interesting flow for sure. Juggalos keep him going when he's down and out. I can't get. I can't stop thinking this now. Now that we've talked yeah. about it, I pick up the phone, drop him a line, and hear him shout <laughs> in the background. He says, "Hello." Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I've heard that in the past couple of days, I just I can't listen to the. I don't just hear the tune rest into of that. it. Yeah. Hello. Which uh, call back to if you listen to us on season one? Big fans of the prank call on eighty five bucks an hour and the hello. Whoever <laughs> <laughs> answers the phone. <laughs> Oh, Danielle so says that's how I respond to people when I call people. So I call and she'll say hello and I respond hello and she's like you called me why are you I'm like because it's a greeting you say hello I say hello but she's like you say it like you're confused why you like like you don't know why you called someone it doesn't make sense and you, and you're the charismatic one <laughs> can't I even, am. you can't even call you weren't there at astronaut you didn't see me. <laughs> Anyways. Can we go back to the very first line? Sure. Uh, so many people in the Matrix die alone. At first, I used to think he said so many people in the mainstream die alone because he's like, they're the underground. Do you think it still does? No, I think it's Matrix, but it's it's kind of weird. He's talking about like, like we're all living in a simulation. He's ahead of his time. He is. <laughs> and um, his soul belonging to Juggalos. Like, what does that mean? I, that just means he's... Is one with, let's say, with nature. We're all one being. Maybe. It's We're one all one pul- pulsating force out there in the universe. One heartbeat. That's true. I feel it. I feel all your heartbeats out there. Because <laughs> yeah, there's only two of you listening. <laughs> um, easy to say, right? Twisted as the shit and oh, I'm down yeah. with the clown. Dark Lotus for life until I'm dead in the ground. That's the line. 
that's a contender for like out of the whole song. Yeah, that, that I, I think we can say that in a couple times. Yeah. yeah, and they still say that live to this day. Yeah, we heard it at uh, Fright Fest this year. Fright which Fest is cool. of twenty twenty one. Right. Yes. They still say that Twisted is the shit. And they still say they're down with the clown. And they're like us. They like to think of the glory days. <laughs> the glory days. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> You're still sweet. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> this is not a Bruce Springsteen podcast. I wish it was. See, he's going on tour for us. I did see that. We'll talk wait. about that later. <laughs> he gives a dap to all his homies and killers who get it started. All my juggalos always represent for the departed. <laughs> well, the <movie>? he does. <laughs> He does kill a lot of people, so he's got to represent all those. Um, So we should have mentioned, I mean, from the start, all these verses, in one way or another, talk about each individual's tie to the fan group known as the Juggalos. Yes. This Um, is... Uh, I think also they, like they, kind of the, they all kind of veer off, I think, in different ways, but these two are kind of straightforward. So Is this like the... The beginning of the fam uh, phase of Juggalos, like, man, when did like Juggalos become part of the lexicon of like? That's how you describe the fans, and it's hard to remember. You mean when did the word become a word? Like when did that specifically? Everyone knew. Okay, that's what the fans are called. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it started in Malenko, right? I mean, not started. What is a but, juggalo? But that yeah. was like it, it that's was, what kind of like hit it to another level. Yeah, like, it was before that bits and pieces, but that was right. like the first song. I think you keep banging on Sorry. the fucking table. I'm all My excited. God. I'm all nervous. <laughs> what are you nervous about? It's a good song. Got me worked up. That's not that long though. Like in the grand scheme, ninety-seven to two thousand one, not that no. long. So, so again, thinking about that now, yeah. <laughs> think about the difference between like two thousand thirteen and two thousand seventeen. Right, there's nothing. There's fucking all the exact same tour, the same Hollow Wicked. There's <laughs> the Balinko to Lotus seems like, like an eternity, crazy different, but like an eternity though. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like this all the bad shit they recorded. I should still be there. What? what? <laughs> Look at you hating now. No, I'm not hating. Ah. Uh, of this feels like it's the beginning of that though like juggalo family <laughs> this isn't even a song but like i feel like this is the beginning of like that era so yeah that's a whole i think that's a side episode right there right we talked about like <laughs> breaking the, down the yeah, different eras he says it in that song on dj clay the keep kept grinding yeah. still grinding yeah. whatever grinding <laughs> keep um, kept grinding, keep grinding. Where that's what I just said. Is there an echo in here? Is there <laughs> I was I say it out loud. I, is there a crow? <laughs> <laughs> where Madrox says way before the family era. Yeah. This is way before the family era. When we talk for three years with a t-shirt, didn't mix response from the bleachers and show goers. Now prepare for rock throwers and flame throwers. We stay focused So I'm curious. If he or anyone has a very defined, maybe what we keep calling the golden era is the family era. Yeah. Like, what do we call? We were we, we the Hollywood. diamond reigning era on our. Yeah. Playlist. Maybe it needs to be renamed the family era. 
Where did you start that at? Uh, it's uh, I I did it the same way Hatch of History, so it's not in chronological. It's I, in understand. Like <laughs> I understand. I well, understand. Uh, this this album, I think, because early on in this ep- this season, we kind of said, and I don't think it's even this oh, album. It's this song because we didn't do Bizarre. We cut it. Yeah. Even though some of this is recorded during Bizarre. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, from here on, I may call the family era. If you and know. I, I would even, at this point, I don't think I even consider the rest of the album. I think it's this song and then everything after. I, I'm, I agree. Like they, you, we just talked about them putting the stamp of the name Juggalo. Maybe we'll call it in uh, Malenko. Mm-hmm. This is the stamp for up. Oh, now you're the family. Right. And then you go on. So let's buy, I'm okay with that off the top of my head. Yeah. Could we nitpick that? Probably, but... I'm sure, but as we're sitting here dissecting and thoughts are running through our minds. Yeah. I agree with that. All right, so then we get to the chorus. Do we just want to... <laughs> Man, we could talk a lot about this. <laughs> um, we get everyone, well, most people on the chorus. We get Twisted, Mars, and Violent J. <laughs> What's Shaggy and uh, Blaze doing right now? Well... They couldn't make it. How do we know it's just them? It sounds like just a chorus of people. Who, who figured that was them? You don't think Madrox is the first line? Oh, yeah. Never mind. I'm thinking they're all singing it together. Yeah, you're right. I know I'm right. <laughs> are you? Who are you to doubt Mushy Mustard? <laughs> In my mind, I was thinking of it was like, uh, you know, that sound where you have like the whole, you know, layered voices singing. Mm. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why I thought that. So let's just jump into it. Let's uh, go. The chorus reads, Mass murder makes me happy. Dead bodies make me happy. The original says, Say what you will of me. I'll always have Juggalo family. Mass murder makes me happy. Dead bodies make me happy. Say what you will of me. I'll always have Juggalo family. That is the Mars version. Mm -hmm. Uh, The ABK version says, Instead of say what you will of me, it says... Until eternity. Yeah. Yeah. Mass murder makes me happy. Dead bodies make me happy. Until eternity. I'll always have Juggalo family. We always joke about it, Mm -hmm. but that's not terrible. No, I don't... It's shorter. It's not what you remember, but it fits the gimmick. It's not just like he says, you know, something totally random. Yeah, I think it gets... I've been going on a few different tangents here. I think if you never heard the Say What You Will Me and this song wasn't as big as it was for a full year and it originally was Until Eternity, you wouldn't even think twice. And I think on top of that, the reason ABK gets hated on so much is because of that change. Like if he just said Say What You Will Me, which she should, there's it's not like it's a Mars verse. Whoever mm-hmm. wrote this hook, Mars didn't just write, let me write this one line. Yeah, he didn't so, like use his catchphrase yeah. or whatever. It's, so for him to like rewrite that, it doesn't make any sense. Like you're just singing a hook. So I think if they kept that, I don't think the backlash on the ABK version would be as bad right now. I don't right know if it now. even is bad now, but like no, at no. the time when it happened, yeah. I, I That's don't my even, take on it. I don't even think I would say one is better than the other. I think everyone gravitates towards Mars, but... I think the Mars one fits better when I'm comparing the two. Say what you will of me. But I don't know. ABK is saying for eternity, I'll always have Juggalo family. Until eternity. Until eternity. So once they, once they have the afterlife, they don't have family. But I guess you're all part of that collective conscience again. As Matt Until Manoxon eternity. Says. You can't get, now we're nitpicking his grammar. <laughs> Until eternity is forever. Because eternity is 
never ending. Right. But so I was thinking until up, up until eternity. So like during life he has juggalos and then once he hits eternity. No, it's until then. Yeah, I it's guess. like until you get to the end of the road, but the end of the road is never goes there because forever. it goes on forever. And the road goes on. That's a it's a good Willie. It's a Willie song. Is <laughs> and the road goes and we've, on. We've yeah, gotten a lot of different, uh, <laughs> got a lot of different directions today. So there's multiples here. Yeah, I will start with my story, and then we can yeah, tie this into local or not local, but. <laughs> We'll timestamp it. We'll talk about this, I think, more in the next episode, and we talked about it last season, if you want to go back and listen. Uh, at this time, as a good young juggalo, <laughs> I, I worked on a website. Yes. Um, I very specifically remember this email. I wish I still had it. I wish I knew who sent it. But again, this is fucking 2001. So this CD came out in July of 01. Yes. For you kids out there who may or may not remember, uh, September of 01 was a mass tragedy uh, that we call 9-11. Very soon after, if not that day, someone emailed me, and I have no idea why he picked our website. Why wouldn't he have picked a thousand others? And he said, what do you think, like, Psychopathic thinks about their chorus talking about mass murder and dead bodies? Right. To which I'm pretty sure I just replied very nicely. That's kind of all they talk about. It's like, it's not just this song. They're mm-hmm. not like, oh, we got to change that song. Yeah. Like, they're not going to change their entire gimmick. Um, and they weren't talking about that. Right. So I don't think it, I don't think they felt anything about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I very, I've always distinctly remembered that, that email. Yeah, that's funny. It's just because of, it doesn't, it, you're talking, they always talk about dead bodies. It's very horror movie-esque. And stories where this is just like yeah you're singing it's it's weird because you're singing it in a happy way yeah i, I yeah. guess when you put it like that even just to take it another step as i interrupt you why are they even talking about that <laughs> like it's not like this is a song about that right the, now that we're saying it that hook has nothing to fucking do with the song <laughs> uh, i think it just goes back to like the absurdity of like everyone looks at Juggalos and you're like, "This we're just gonna sing this fucking stupid hook." This is what we're into. We're into like horror and dead bodies and goofy shit and like we don't give a fuck if you care or not. Like, yeah, but they could have. There's a bunch of other stupid shit that they like and yeah. do. That you're like, saying it very. You're saying it in a way that comes across as like realistic. Like yeah. mass mass murders is the one. Dead bodies to me doesn't. If he just had dead bodies as something else, the mass murders. But I think back to like. I feel like mass murder now. If we, this is the thing we're the second part we talk about. Mass murder now is way, way more in your mind than back then. I, in my mind, like mass murder back then, I feel like you're out until September 11th. Mass murder is like serial killers from like the 70s, like yeah, stuff that's like on pod, you know, a uh, true crime podcast now. Like back then, I don't think it was like a word that's so burned into your brain as it is now. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there was stuff. I'm trying to think. This was, oh, there's, yeah, always stuff. Yeah, but like, this was like post-Columbine, post-Waco, yeah. post-office post shooting in Royal mm-hmm. Oak. I, I think that was nationwide, but I mean, definitely here it was a big deal. But it seems like that was like, I don't know. It was. It feels like it, it was, it was, still, it was early on. It was like sporadic enough to like, your brain hasn't just been like numb to like right. death. Wait, it, it is now much in the way that for our age group, nine eleven was like the first wartime mass 
killing mm-hmm. and like all that stuff like in history books and now yeah. it's like oh now this is like for lack of a whatever like on our soil and in our lifetime yeah. like before then it was yeah not, Pearl Harbor which wasn't even like yeah close to like that level or even of, like Vietnam or whatever like yeah. that wasn't but wasn't near here, us. Was here. Yeah, yeah in time or yeah you know whatever so yeah fast forward to today like literally today yeah. as we're recording this this week mass murder definitely in the past week has struck multiple times yeah. and absurd levels and brain damage like you just can't <laughs> comprehend how it's just like your brain like breaks thinking yeah. of like how fucked up things are now yeah so to answer uh, that young man's email <laughs> you know if Dark Lotus played again today I don't think they would change that and I think everyone would still sing it and not just think did. of stuff like that we did <laughs> but <laughs> But yeah, it's it hits home a little different when you think of it like that. So hopefully you don't. You know, you just you take music and stuff like this for entertainment and fun, and you know you try. I mean, not that's to always been the excuse, the right? That's always it, this is. In my way back machine dies. I was in a few old Howard Stern interviews of Ice P, and Jay says it, we're a horror movie. Like you're not going to go after Leatherface, who's hacking people up and. All this and that's I in my mind I think it's the same thing I like disassociated from that and yeah I, w- would Dark Lotus come out with the album today and write that hook maybe not but yeah would they still sing it I think so because I don't think it's when I was at Hollow Wicker Frank oh, Fest sorry I'm boring you no that was like half <laughs> You're uh, boring yourself trying to clear my throat um, <laughs> yeah singing that I don't know. It's more of a release when you're singing it at that show of like you're not you're not in the real world you're in this fake juggalo right. world, yeah. You're saying juggalos aren't real. <laughs> I think I think we all use it as an escape, like every other thing, you know. I'm with you. Escape the real world. Do you think that chorus is in line for uh, historic lines? I think so. Uh, to skip back, I think the intro is too. Yeah, the whole the whole song, top to bottom. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, but definitely like the ten juggalos is priceless. Yeah, ten juggalos is priceless. <laughs> Idiot. Um, <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've. I would agree. I think I would agree with what I just said. Take, take all all of it out. All the goofy murder nonsense. The, I'll always have Juggalo family. Is that's it? That's the line. Like, it don't matter what they said before and after on the chorus. That is the punchline. That's what sells it. Mm-hmm. That's what drives it home, brother. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do we have any other? Uh... No, we went deep on that. They got. You don't want to talk any more politics about that. <laughs> no, we're here for the happy song. But yeah, I, I mean, we had to touch on it. I think. Oh, yeah. It's a good point that a friend of ours mentioned, I think. Yeah, and I think we were, yeah, we had Probably to, thinking that way anyways, yeah, but. That d- d- definitely it. in this time and era, we're right. going to think about it. All right, so we go to verse number three, Shaggy Too Dope of the Insane Clown Posse. I find his rhyme scheme and like his flow different than usual, but I don't think what he's saying Either it doesn't make sense and it doesn't fit what everyone else is saying. It sounds cool, and I know you're gonna pick on the uh, the lore of what he talks about. He talks about the wagons. He talks about the dark carnival. He's like, been all all season. He's been on this album trying to 
drop in the little Dark Carnival mythology. But he's not talking anything about, until the very end, and even that is suspect, <laughs> he doesn't talk about like, hey, we're all family, we have each other's back, this is who I'm here for. Oh, uh, he's just talking about what, what, how everyone's the same, everyone's part of the same community. I think he, everyone's a scrub, as he describes. He doesn't say that at all. Ascend from the dirt, filth, grit, and grime. I feel like that's uh, <laughs> describing the, the scrub life, as they called it then. <laughs> <laughs> Don't following any trends. I think he nails it still. What's yours is mine, and what's mine's is yours. Straight up commune they got going in. <laughs> and whatever happened to the... Juggalo J- socialism. <laughs> this is not, not political, pal. <laughs> if any hoes front on Juggalos or the hatchet, you can tell them what to do. That's the line, right? That's the, as we're picking them out, right? That's my pick. Tell them come suck on your dick, bitch. Be psychopathic. This is the one that I didn't pick one out on because I don't. I That's love, the one. Or six individual petals formed from one stem. I, I remember that one. I'll let you vote on that one on your own. I abstain. I think Shaggy does fine. Uh, as we we're, we're rounding out this uh, season, I think Shaggy in this album is a, uh, you know, not in, not in the top of his game. Doesn't seem like he. I, th- I think he's trying, like I said, with the mythology, but I don't think he fully knows which direction Lotus is going or which way he wants to go in it. It feels kind of... Yeah. feels like he's just kind of trying to figure it out. He's also in mid, like, changing... Not changing his style, but definitely it's... Yeah, we discussed it a different. few episodes back. We're like, a few albums later, he just, like, hits a stride and yeah. runs with it. And in the beginning, he was, too. It's just, I don't know. There's something here that sometimes... It that- seemed like when he started adding in the... The rock elements in like Malenko era. It's kind of where things got like jumbled. Or in Jekyll Brothers, they started getting rock and new metal influences in them. It seemed new like that <laughs> that kind of threw them off. Yeah, I don't know. It's there. It sounds cool how it flows, but I'm just not. If we're deep diving into the lyrics, there's nothing there for now. Me that to, last line is. I feel like everyone yells that out if they did this again ever. <laughs> All right, they will someday. <laughs> Uh, verse number four, Jamie Madrox. I, I can't knock Shaggy and then not knock Jamie for this. So <laughs> I think he does the same thing, but he ties it up in a different way. Like he actually ties it up. Like he's telling a story and then ties it into. <laughs> getting bored over there. Just, just... <laughs> making myself tired, pal. Um, <laughs> He ties the story into the gimmick of the song. You know? I th- yeah, I think he's doing the same thing. He's uh, was a loner. Shaggy had the same thing. We're all loners from the same cloth. Yeah, because he's like, I'm totally fine with it. I'm a king in my own world, but I got no crown. I got no like no, no one else like me. And then at the end, he mentions he has the juggalos. Yeah, I think he's doing, like you said, the same thing, but he's... I think he's telling a story better. Yeah, I think his, his wordsmithness is a little better <laughs> than just... Throwing words. Uh, it helps because his flow so good. Like the I've been chilling in it off or something. Like he he always bounces. Like yeah, I feel him in my mind. I visualize him bouncing on that fucking beat. Like he he always does that well, no matter what he's saying. Like he does. And the last two lines are, are the line for him. Oh yeah, I hate everyone and I hate <laughs> everything except for all the juggalos and all the love that they bring. And that's the era of this I like love y'all. fucking especially I'm so I'm uh, this comes out I'm sophomore junior year high school and that's full-blown like 
you feel so confident and cocky and you yell that like oh fuck everyone like you don't know this this is this the shit right here they'll see us on mtv and the cameras and shit <laughs> you have that same that same bravado of Vinny on shockumentary at this time when you're that age 100 percent. you just watched that recently i did last weekend <laughs> my god danielle watched some of it she was in and out of sleep did she enjoy it uh, the bits she watched, she was laughed. I showed her Choco's socks. Cause like me and Aaron always reference Choco's dirty ass socks. <laughs> Didn't they just? What podcast had a watch with that? Uh, Is it Juggalo Judgment? Yeah, yeah. We have never interacted with them yet. I think I talked to those guys on the the uh, what you call it Discord. Yes, but yeah, we haven't like officially done but anything yeah, with them. Back to that line. That's. <laughs> That's it. You're you're a young kid talking shit to everyone. Like you fully buy it. Like even now you hear this and stuff and I'm like, oh, I turned down a little embarrassed. And back then I'm like, no, fuck, I'm blasting it. Like I don't care what anyone thinks, this is a shit. I'm so into it. <laughs> Blast that right out of the tracker. <laughs> For sure. This is tracker era. Or as we went to the gathering, uh Steve O's grandma's Thunderbird. She had a sweet gold Thunderbird. We put a big old Uzi Man sticker on the back. <laughs> got pulled over and like middle of nowhere fucking you could tell that the cops are just like searching for like paraphernalia yeah, yeah. of juggalos pull us over and just start tearing the whole thunderbird apart and be like we know we don't have anything there's beer and alcohol in the trunk there's no like pot or anything no. that they're trying to find drugs and they're digging so he opens the trunk there's a ton of booze back there but sanchez <laughs> is 21 yeah so he's like opens the trunk and he's like it's a lot of alcohol for just one guy and sanchez is like yeah I got a problem. <laughs> the cop's like, well, he's legal. He could, nothing he can do. Yeah. It's in the trunk. He was so fucking mad though. He couldn't get us for anything. Though when we get to the gathering, wherever the Thunderbird was parked, it was pretty close to the venue. When we left, I don't know if it was Fago that got thrown on it and like uh, baked on Like we got back and washed it and it never came out. There was just like these giant patches uh, of like miscoloring on the paint from whatever melted from the hot sun into it. That's unnecessary. <laughs> Good times. That's what, what happens. Did the Uzi Man stay on there? No. Bubba was not riding around with the Uzi Man in the back of car. So you just had it on there for the weekend? Yeah, we bought it at Rock of Ages just for the drive drive down from, to Peoria. What a bunch of marks. Hell yeah. We also, this is the era of MapQuest, so you don't have cell phones. You don't, I guess MapQuest would tell you the time, but for whatever reason, we thought it was a lot closer than it was. And we're driving like it's coming up soon. And we're like it's a fucking hour still to get there. Like so, it took us forever to get there somehow. Yeah, Peoria is kind of far. Yeah, we I think we were thinking it was like going to Chicago. We're like, oh fuck, this is way past. Yeah, yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> good times though. Sorry, hidden. Yeah, no, you're all good. <laughs> um, all right, well, that's your backstory. Uh, I'm all fired up over here. I thank, can tell. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> uh, chorus again, same as before. Same issues, same goodness. <laughs> Verse number five. This is where we start splitting our uh, my paperwork here. Yeah. We have Mars on the original, and we have ABK on the reissue. So let's do Mars first, shall we? Let's go. Let me get your E out and make myself clear. <laughs> Again, <Bitch. laughs> all season, Mars' flow sweet. All season, I wanted to like go back and listen to old Mars. I'm like, was this album sweet? Because he's kind of sweet when I listen to this album. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I really could. It's like tell. gravelly voice, his flow. Maybe he goes a little overboard sometimes. Maybe he makes no sense sometimes. He's talking about potato chips, rabbit shit, assholes, <laughs> but you know, raping but. women's very 
that's a bit much. Come on, mm. calm down, Mars. But the flow's good. I don't know. I've that's the thing. I kind of want to go back and listen to Mars after this season. All right. Well, that'll be season three. <laughs> What's he talking about? I mean, <laughs> I I feel like he's being fed these lines, right? Uh, he had to have gotten he'd have gotten guidance on what to do because this is such a crew psychopathic Albert track. Yeah, and he's at this point not. <laughs> not on the label no so yeah this is this. I was talking about this earlier before we recorded this is the part that I'm like man, man Mars is not fit to me like this is such a crew like is us against the world thing and he's not even like no one even knows who he is at this point right. when this comes out like it's very weird but reading through it he does a good job of like not not making it seem like I'm part of this because he does that it's twisted blaze and ICP that like, is interesting I Love think he it. knew, or at least was coached to like you gotta, you know, walk that fine line if you're not you're not fully there yet. Yeah, you're telling everyone that we're sweet and you're not. <laughs> but he had to like, it was hard to sell anyone new in that era. So you're saying he's not part of the DL family? Do you think that's what he says? DL family? Yeah, he does. That, I think it's weird. Or does he say it's the family? I don't know. I can never tell what he really says. I always thought he said DL family, DL Hewley. <sighs> I feel like as this goes longer, you're changing your mind on how sweet this this no, track is. No, I'm not. Oh no, no, this verse or this track? Just this this whole uh, track. I never hated on this track at all. <laughs> I feel Until like the last three verses kind of brought you down. No, I wouldn't say brought me down. No, I like Jamie's verse. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with those. Clearly, the last line of his is the the killer, right? It's twisted blaze and ICP, mm-hmm. and if you fucking with my dogs, then you die. Yeah. It's twisted, blaze, and I CP. And if you fucking with my dogs, boy, you D.I.E. I always remember the D.I.E. Because I, I don't listen to this version much anymore, so. Um, well, we'll talk about that right now as okay. we get to it. <laughs> Going to, uh, you flip to the yellow version, the gold version, as we like to call it. Chris likes to call it the... Definitive version. Yes. <laughs> ABK comes in with his verse. I don't think it's bad, but it starts horrible. <laughs> if it wasn't for the Juggalos, I don't know. Like, it just sounds like he's already, like, doesn't, like, like they put him on the spot. Like, <laughs> here, put the, here's the mic. Just what, saying. what do you think about Juggalos? Yeah, uh, I don't know. But then the rest of it's cool, but it's, just, it's a funny start that, I don't know. A little, I like, a little clunky. I like uh, I don't know where I'm with faux show. <laughs> <laughs> Probably robbing everyone in the world. Faux show. I mean, I, he comes back and he ties it up, right? Like, because that's his gimmick. That's what he would be doing if yeah. he wasn't. Well, how am I going to say this? The first two verses, I think, work together. Mm-hmm. The next two verses kind of work together. ABK, well, let's skip Mars. ABK and Jay's both fit together, too. And the fact that we mentioned it before, but in that. Uh, uh, kept grinding song it's yeah. like a history of each person I feel like both of these are histories of ABK and Jay yeah Jay talks about starting off buying his own records blah 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 ABK talks about hey before I was on Psychopathic I was doing this I got brought into the family and now I'm here right. like they both kind of fit the same each other's gimmick they yeah play they're telling like their real stories as opposed to like themed or yeah just juggalo generic yeah. So I, I can respect that. I don't hate this, you know. It's it's not bad. It's good. 
I think it's funny. I'm thankful for the family that adopted me <laughs> in. That you have to adopt people and come on in. <laughs> I like his it's slow builds. And like seeing Good it live, yes. he does that too, where he like builds up and builds up and like hits it at the end. The end is weird. It's I think it's his line, right? Of all of them, the uh that uh all I know, it's where I'm staying because it's where I belong. Dark Lotus on my wrist until I'm dead and gone. D-I-E. Yeah, they tie the D-I-E back. That's why. It's. But that doesn't make sense. Like, how did you not... How were you not able to get that off of the the beat, of the background? It doesn't fit. You're saying that's still Mars yelling? I thought it's Jay's yelling it, right? Then why is it there? It doesn't make any sense. Maybe they thought it was too, like it was uh, the staple, the D-I-E. Like, oh, that's a... <laughs> Don't make... You're going to make me go back in, the, in my book here. Like, maybe they thought everyone liked yelling the D-I-E, so we wanted to keep it. It's Twisted Blaze and ICP. If you're fucking with my dogs and you D-I-E... Yeah, yeah it's that's, part of the verse. That's the rhyme. Yeah. But Jay Dog, yells it on the end of... But it's, it's part of the line. Yeah. It rhymes. I know. All I know, all I know, it's where I'm staying because it's where I belong. Dark Lotus on my wrist until I'm dead and gone. D.I.E. What's the <laughs> why is he yelling? D- at yeah, the end? why D.I.E. It doesn't fit. And either they are fucking lazy and sloppy and no, didn't I think it's too a- different. I think it's Mars on the first one and Jay on the second. Why? We need, to, we need to go back and compare now. <laughs> it shouldn't be there. Whether whether they, if they did it purposely, that's even it worse. It doesn't make any sense, but yeah, if they didn't edit it out. No, it's either you're lazy or stupid. Which one? Pick one. <laughs> I'm going to say stupid, because <laughs> if gonna, I have to pick... I'm going to vote that they're dumb as fuck. Because they fully took his lyrics out, and, but unless... <laughs> they, they want to just... No, we need to go... We need to compare them now. We have to, we have to hear it. Do, do we need to pause? Yeah, and, you got to pause it. <laughs> Do you have... I have the original on here. Jay yells it. Yeah, they both do. They it, but both Jay do it. So they kept Jay yelling the D.I.E. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't edit out him. <laughs> so that was a different layer. They didn't take his layer off. They right. So, so we're back. <laughs> um, yeah. So in the original Mars and it's part of Mars's verse. Right. Jay sings it in the background, but in the redo, Jay is still in the background. So it's lazy. It wasn't stupid. It's lazy. They yeah. didn't take off Jay's layer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not just? Well, I know it's hard to be like, okay, you got to do this. And uh, can you end that with uh, something that rhymes with... <laughs> See, I think it's easier just you just cut that little bit out. I'm sure that would have been easy to take out. It's also a Fritz slash Mike P production, so why yeah, why couldn't they? I think they just didn't even think of it. They just... In my eyes, this is... We need to talk to someone. I don't know if it'd be Mike P or ABK. 
when they did the ABK parts, I feel like they just. Hey, we're here with uh, Mike P. Uh, first question: Are you stupid or lazy? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good talking to you. And uh, this is the Juggalo Rewind. We'll see you later. <laughs> I was gonna say, you need to ask like, so when they when you did the reissue, you're just. I imagine they're just extra time in the studio. If they're recording, I don't know. Was there a writers coming out or whatever it was? They're recording. Well, they're, it's their home base studio, so they're recording stuff. ABK's around. You are so hyped up and talking in circles. You're, you got extra time. You're so you, mad. You record ABK's part and you just plug it in. I don't think they even like. They just like all right. This is your. This is how much time you have. Pull that block out. Put that block in. For being a definitive version <laughs> in the Juggalo canon, I can't believe you were so sloppy. I think they were, yeah. I think they just rushed it. They're like, we got to pull these out and put these in with the free spare time we have as we did the Wraith. It sounds like I'm hating on this song. I'm just, I'm... Well, that's what we're here for is the nitpick. That part is bad. Like, I'm not... I never even thought of it until you brought it up there. I'm not questioning the talent of Mike P or Fritz or any of these guys. I can barely edit this fucking podcast (laughs) with my (laughs) shitty program. Right. How, and maybe I'm just more nitpicky about shit like that. How do you not hear it? You just you didn't re-listen to it. I think it just it's just yeah second thing like you're just not. Uh, I have I'll go you another. We may have to re-listen to this again. We have to in the Mars version more so than every other verse. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they all do it. We they don't all have little background shit. At the end of everyone's lines, they say something. So, like, Jamie's, by myself, no throne. Yeah. No, I don't. Question. Everything. I love y'all. Like, every line has something. Mars has something at the end of every line. And some of them match up. His starts with bitch. <laughs> well, why wouldn't it? <laughs> why wouldn't it? Uh, but ABK's is no. Uh, right there to tell him. Yup to yup, so two yups. Hell nah to uh huh. Woof to woo. <laughs> <laughs> the woof. That's that's a good one. I, I do find that funny. <laughs> that's probably Mars doing his right, and ABK doing his. Did can you hear? You'd have to be real, like nitpicky and listen on good headphones and shit. Like I wonder if you can hear. I want to say I did that. Yesterday, when I was re-listening yeah. to this, I think I was reading the Mars verses while I was listening to ABK and trying to wrap it in my head to see where everything lined, lined up. up. Because it didn't look the same, but it's because he goes, it's twisted, blaze, and ICP. Mm-hmm. Like, he slows that down where ABK, like, throws it through a whole line. Yeah. I wonder if you can hear his come through because you can hear Jay doing the D.I.E. So what what wouldn't make you think that you <laughs> could hear the other, the other parts out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless those. So were then they're st- stupid. They liked it. They they kept it. I don't know. I think you're getting so deep in the weeds on this one. I don't think to me I never even thought of it. The only thing I thought of was I kept saying D.I.E. over and over again because I'm like oh. For whatever reason, that Mars one stands out because it could be LED. I'm like, oh no, it's because it's still there. <laughs> so it's, I've heard it a billion times. And it doesn't rhyme with anything. But, but yeah, I just don't even, I don't, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't take away from that. It's like ABC's no, line. It's just funny, like. Yeah. He calls out Dark Lotus on his wrist. <laughs> That's our, one of our favorite things is who has the DL tattoos. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Sorry, we spent a lot of time on that one. I hey, apologize. you know, this is the definitive song on the definitive album, so, you know, we gotta go deep. We do. Verse 6. Bringing it home. A little tie together. The 6th for That's, the future 6th? No. <laughs> no. Sorry, that was last week. The Crows is a nice little preamble. <laughs> Violent J. <laughs> I think this first line is the line. Yeah, oh yeah. If it wasn't for Shaggy, my shirt would still be baggy. I wouldn't be fat, I'd still be hungry I'm and crabby. <laughs> so good. If it wasn't for Shaggy, my shirt would still be baggy. I wouldn't be fat, I'd still be hungry and crabby. Again, he's kind of telling his history here, you know. Used to buy our own records at the stores, so they would think we were a hot seller and order more. And that's a... They've referenced that before, right? Yeah, where they go into stores and buy yeah. their shit, so they would have to restock. I don't it. know if it was like interviews or an, on, on a song. I'd have to sit and think about it, but I know that's been referenced before this time. For yeah, sure. I agree. Like we knew this going in. Yeah, that's part of their lore. Right. We built a team, killers with the same dream. He's employing killers. <laughs> Anybody's. I take umbrage with this. <laughs> We couldn't reach the top. We stayed B-level like Charlie Sheen. I did my own little research yeah. here. By this time, Charlie Sheen had been in in kind of order here. He had a bit part in Ferris Bueller. He wasn't like the that's like main C, That's like C or D-level currently. Yeah. He was in Platoon. Oh, that's... that's Right off the bat, he's in high Platoon. High B. You're, you're, you're dancing with... You're flirting with becoming a star. This is where you're gonna fall off, but I just don't want to hear your answers. Uh, he was in Young Guns, which That's, is, yeah. isn't in my era. I thought was huge. He's still Upper B. He's again trying to decide if he's to become a leading man. Wall Street. He wasn't the lead though, right? He that was, was Michael Douglas, right? Yeah. But he was the he's, other guy. Yeah, he's right. He's still, again. He's he's dangling between the two. That's huge. Yeah. Major League. He's. Ooh, he's like a B. He's like a sideshow on that. Though. No, he's not. He's the main character. He's <laughs> fucking Ricky Vaughn. Yeah, but he's never a lot of, like throw the heater di- dialogue, Ricky. right? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? He's the main character. Jimmy Vaughn. You want Vaughn? I know he hadn't done very well against this guy, but I got a hunch he's due. Good job. Good job. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. Maybe he's he's blower. He's a minus now. Two major leagues. He was in Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part Two. Okay, he's still between A and B. Uh, did, you, did you ever see the Chase? No, I don't think so. Oh, fuck. I don't think it was good, but it's one of, <laughs> one of, one of those movies when you're young and there's certain scenes that <laughs> make you feel certain way. Come on now. <laughs> um. And then, yeah, he kind of, at this time, when this song came out, he was on Spin City. Yeah, so he's, he's B-level. I sell you, I, high B-level. And for fucking... Upper, middle, <laughs> B-level. <laughs> middle, upper, lower, middle. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, for 20 years, he didn't do shit. But, like, that one show he was on was fucking huge, uh, shitty-ass comedy show. Two and a half, man. Yeah. That's, was that A-level then? 
That was after he went crazy, right? That's like he went crazy while he was on that show. I really? think he was on that show for like ten years and then went crazy. No, there's he was the replacement. No, Ashton Kutcher replaced him. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I Find no redeeming. No, whatever. but it was on forever, and it was huge. It was like the biggest show on TV at the it, time. For it's a funny that, like, in our era or my era, like, <laughs> now we're digging <laughs> deep. Comedies when I was a kid or a teenager were Home Improvement, Roseanne, Seinfeld, <laughs> like all even like the ones that weren't in that level were like Coach, yeah, fucking Grace Under Fire, Cosby, Who's the Boss, Growing right. Pains, Family Matters, like. That was, you can tell I watched all, I'm like RJ City here. Like, <laughs> Golden oh, Girls. Golden yeah. Girls, empty nest, like just nonstop. And then you get to a point. That early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s is fucking rough. So now it turns into King of Queens. It's which, okay. But, the, but it, now it's, yeah, next is uh, fucking Two and a Half Men. Horrible. Um, what's the one that Big you Bang. hate? Horrible. You hate Big Bang. Yeah. I, I watch it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> But yeah, it's like it's so weird. It jumps up again after because then you got Office, uh, Parks and Rec, and I've just started watching Community, which is fucking amazing. Just NBC on Thursday nights is its own. <laughs> like yeah, uh, Thirty Rock. Yeah, Thirty Rock. Fuck. So yeah, no, that group withstanding those don't count. <laughs> yeah, there's in that this group. gap in the middle, and this is the top of that gap. This fucking shitty ass two and a half man Charlie Sheen. <laughs> that 70s show. All, the, all this hit. That, that show was okay. This is a 90s show coming out? Yeah, and they're all in it. Yeah. Anyways, all this is to say Charlie Sheen is a B-level actor at this time. Have you, Jay nailed it. Have you ever watched Major League? Yeah, oh yeah. Are you I, sure? The whole, there's three of them or two of them? Three. I've never seen the third one. Yeah, I know the two. The third one has Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely did not see that. We didn't even mention Married with Children, Simpsons. Yeah. Like, that era, phenomenal. Which was better, that era or the office? The family rock, era? Rack, community family era. That era is literally four shows that were all on NBC. Oh, uh, you back got Seinfeld, so it's impossible not to say that first era is better because of Seinfeld. Seinfeld. And Friends. We left Friends out. You just say that because your wife no, is going to listen. Good. You're such a sucker. It is good. You're a company man for your own. Family. It's still, when people try to compare it to Seinfeld, it's not Seinfeld, but it's good. Yeah, it's not as bad as current product <laughs> much like wrestling comedy current product is the shits what's that one with fucking we should have Garrett call Garrett right now <laughs> call him up and ask talk him. about current what's your favorite current comedy what's that really bad one with Tim Allen that is like oh. literally incendiary it's still on it is yeah best, uh, best man something man last man one standing. of my wife's friends love that show and she's like you should try it I'm like no I'm not trying that show it looks fucking horrible it's still on. How is that show still on? <laughs> it's like a bad home because they had a crossover show where he plays himself from Home Improvement. He plays Tim <laughs> Allen showing up on the show. Yeah. They do like a dual episode. Martin. We've got about Martin from the old era. That's not bad. Not bad. That show's great. <laughs> so, yeah. Regardless or irregardless, as they say, Charlie Sheen. He's B-level. You tried, push, you tried pushing him to A, but just because he had a major league... Platoon, Wall Street, and Hot Shots, and Major League. But he was—he wasn't the star. He was like the second guy. He's right there. He's—he's mid-level. He's—he's like ICP. 
almost making that jump. You got on Woodstock, you almost made that jump. You got on Howard Stern, you almost made that jump. Couldn't do it. So this is almost like the perfect analogy. Jay, yeah. like, he nailed it. <laughs> so, what do you, the listener, think? That it's better that we ran down every vampire movie earlier in the season? Or that That's we right. ran down every Charlie Sheen Love two polls this week. The MVP and is Charlie Sheen A or B level celebrity in 2001? It's crazy to say right now he's probably A level, right? Right now? He's like D. No, but I mean his craziness pushed him over the edge into like pop culture. Not like, anymore. It did for that minute. Yeah, but that was like 15 years ago. No. <laughs> was he, is he even alive anymore? He's at the gathering. <laughs> yeah, 10 years ago he's at the gathering. That's that's C level for Charlie Scene. Come on now. He's 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 a hype man on a gathering stage. <laughs> Why it's not even he, an act. You're not paying to see him. He was doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, at like Joey's Comedy Club on Plymouth Row. No, over here. at the gathering. <laughs> yeah, at like the tent at no, night, right said, after Bedlam performed, probably. Some <laughs> Charlie Sheen's an A-level actor because he's at the gathering. <laughs> I didn't say because he was at the gathering. Charlie Sheen, Tiger Blood. <laughs> Oh my god, that was in 2011? I told, I told you 10 years ago. I really thought that was like 5 years ago. No, that was so long ago. Tiger blood winning. <laughs> Weirdo. Yeah, I can't believe that was that long ago. No, he. I don't even know if, what he's doing anymore. He's done a bunch of stuff. He's a jobber. <laughs> Second picture. <laughs> yeah. Post that. I'll save that picture right now. You'll be seeing. You'll be seeing this on our social medias very quickly. I'm just saying, major league, top tier sports movie of all time, and he is the. No debate. I think it's my one of my favorite baseball movies. Also, we're gonna time step ourselves. I need a poor shot. Rest in peace. Field of dreams. Fucking Goodfellas. Ray Liotta. Man. Oh. Still hurts. Do I need to stay? Yeah. need to <laughs> play the music. Take a sip, Ski. Hand, hand me one of those over there. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> Gotta have a little half ski, man. Do we have any, uh, is there any Ray Liotta Juggalo tie on? Just this podcast. <laughs> Just our love for Goodfellas. No songs, no references, no, he wasn't at the gathering. No. I, that's the thing is that it hurts. I thought I'd maybe meet him at like a Comic Con or something. I'm like, oh, I'll get a Ray Liotta picture yeah. autograph. Ah, rest in peace, the man. <laughs> did you watch Goodfellas? No, you watched The Sopranos yesterday. Yeah, I did watch. Uh, I watched the Copacabana scene, which is the greatest scene in TV or TV movie history. <laughs> Just Scorsese flexing his muscles, like look at this long shot. I'm oh, where they go from outside to yeah, inside. All these different lighting settings. Kitchen, all these extras coming you know. in and out, and like Ray Liotta nails it. Ray Liotta nails that whole movie that he's in with two major stars. Um, I watched that. I watched his sing a song and dance scene from Muppets Most Wanted. Is <laughs> that <laughs> the one with Hornswoggle? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Danny Trejo. So I haven't seen Copland. That was the one my dad used to always tell me to watch with Ray Liotta. Yeah, that's a weird one. Um, yeah, I don't know a lot of his other stuff other than like the big couple, but I mean, Goodfellas alone. Before we get off of this uh, topic, is he A-level? He's above Charlie Sheen, <laughs> so he's probably lower A-level, yeah. 
Just, what about just... his cigarette commercials? Remember those? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> when he quits smoking. <laughs> <laughs> we went on a hard tangent in the middle of Jay's. <laughs> <laughs> it started with... He, well, he started it with Charlie Sheehan. Disrespect the good guy. I don't even know why I'm defending him. I'm not at all. I just, <laughs> just like Major League. That's it. Take Major League out of the equation. He'd be at sea level celebrity. I'm surprised you're not super into Wall Street or Platoon. Never seen Wall Street. <laughs> Platoon sweet. I don't think you'd be a big Mike Douglas person. I like Mike Douglas. He's solid. That's his name, right? Michael yeah. Douglas? Yeah. That's his dad, right? No, that's Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas is Michael. No, you're Charlie talking Sheen's. him. No, Charlie Sheen's dad is. His brother is Emilio Estevez. Yeah. His father is Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Jesus, I can't put that on there. What the <laughs> he is? I can't say that either. You can't say what? They're just white men. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, Violent J. Back to my original statement where you tried to put me in a corner. You tried to set me up. This is what I said. Jay used to want to be a star. He wanted to be a superstar. At the very end, the last line of one of the greatest Joe Little songs ever, he realizes, I don't need all that. I'm totally fine with the Juggalos. Build my little empire. I'm totally fine with the... I'll settle with the Juggalos, is what you just <laughs> That's said. That's not what I meant. That's what you said. He... Let me backtrack. Rewind this. We're in the Juggalo Rewind. Let's rewind a bit. I was waiting. Don't make me refine I can't find that again. It took me forever to find it the first time. Jay says, man, I kept, I kept pushing. I kept wanting to be a star. I kept looking for, like, the more shiny... The more beautiful woman on the horizon, but my my beautiful star is right next to me. My my love of my life's right here. It's the jungles. They've always been here. They've always had my back. Why was I even looking for anything else? That's what he did. That's like a rom com. <laughs> they took off the glasses and threw their hair back and they said, Look at us, we're the juggalos. And Jay said, I love all of you guys. Let me take my visor off and throw my hair around. Give you all a big hug. <laughs> and here we are, one it's big a, happy Juggalo family. It's like every bad '90s movie <laughs> where, like, oh, we're supposed to believe that like Rachel Lee Cook is ugly because she yeah. has glasses, and then and, like, she takes baggy overalls on. <laughs> she takes them off, and then she's the prom queen. That's we we think Jay was ugly, and then he took that visor off. We're like, look at that sexy man. <sighs> <laughs> I didn't like, think this is where this episode would go. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I think we should keep moving on. This is going to be our longest episode ever. Um, and we haven't even talked about like a ton of shit that I'm we're surprised we're going Technically to. only halfway through the album. Oh or the album, the song. <laughs> um, so if we just end with that, right? Violent J yeah. ends. They do the hook over and over and over and over. And then they do the part with him where he says, I wouldn't trade 10 Juggalos again. Yeah. And then he does the hook over and over and over again. I never picked up on the fact that there's talk in the background. Were you aware of this? Where he says, like, Mars, that's my dog. Twisted, that's my dog. But you could hear that? Oh, yeah. I remember all that. I never picked up on those. Blaze, that's my dog. Because then when they redo it without Mars, it doesn't say ABK, do they? Mm, I don't think 
I don't know. I thought he said something else. Uh, that's funny. On here it says forever. That's my dog. Yeah, I don't think they have him on there. Well, if they didn't fix the first, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> It'd be great if they just left Mars in. <laughs> Mars, that's my dog. <laughs> So yeah, I never really picked up on that because it's hard to. There's so many layers to that. There's the, there's literally like three layers on top of each other right. of voices. So it's it's hard to hard for me to hear that shit. That's um, I was just listening. We we were talking this off air. I was listening to two Blaze interviews. One with a uh, Replicon, one with uh, Fago Lovers. Fago Lovers, I think. And th- he brought up a little bit on this recording session, and he said the newer song, like the old songs. They had they didn't have a studio, so they're paying time. So they had the songs and they came in and recorded them. When they had the Lotus Pod and they're doing the Mike P tracks, right? They uh, were like writing on the fly, but like as they're finishing, you know, everything in the Mike P sessions, he said like they would just jump in and yell stuff. He's like, oh Jay, would have an idea and he'd jump in and like yell something. Like they listen to this album, it's like they like went overboard. Like they you yeah. could tell they got a studio with unlimited time and they're like, oh fuck, we have. We could do whatever we want. And yeah. this, this album is well, let me re- Let me re-listen to that and say every last word so you can <laughs> yeah. flip it backwards. There's and- so much background, like chatter, like you talking and yelling and backwards talking. And- yeah, we kind of think that that was like Mike P flexing his... No, that's... But, but you're right. It's, yeah. it's almost more of we have all the time and energy to do it. Why don't we? Yeah, this is their first album. Not even the full album. The second half of this album is the first time they had a studio to do what they want as long as they want. Maybe it's a little too much. I don't know. I feel like it works. How is that possible? I don't... I'm not doubting that. Yeah. For Twist and Blaze, yes. I see people to have their own. They weren't recording at the disc. They were recording at, like, Mike Clark's... But they're still... <laughs> you think they're still paying... You think they're fucking paying him by the hour for Jekyll Brothers? No, I think they had a deal... And we mentioned that. But this for, is still like, they're in how like, you, you, you don't even need, like, I imagine they know enough. They don't even need anyone there. Like, they just go in and throw shit on, and then the guy has to clean I, it up. Like, I the know. engineers come back and clean up all I the get that. Even if they had all the time in the world at Mike Clark's, they still leave, and he sits there and does all right. this. Like, he has other people he's coming in. They have blocks of time they're sitting yeah. along. Now, they're literally sitting in their own studio, yeah. and everyone else goes home, and they can stay there and mess with that as we uh were early on can't remember which track it was but we were talking about jay recorded that one that was on forgotten freshest three we talked about him sitting on the floor kicking his legs writing it like (laughs) that is like he had to just walk over to the studio record it and then call up something like mike clark did come in and finalize whatever he recorded there (laughs) literally lived like right down the street like they could have lived in the studio yeah we haven't really talked about it but i'm sure we'll talk in the future but it was funny talking about the disc at the twisted 25 years of twisted mm. where Jamie was talking about how to do like multiple tracks. He would have to like hold one button and then reach <laughs> with his foot to do yeah. another. And then he learned that there was a, a whole thing that could do that for him. And Fritz was like, yeah, we have that upstairs. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? Why were we using that the whole time? Why are you making me do it this way? <laughs> so that's a good story. If you did not hear. So yeah, Jay ends his verse. At three minutes and twenty-seven <laughs> seconds, it's almost half the album. Half the and, track. and then it goes until six oh seven, so another two and a half minutes. On the CD, I understand 
it has like an aura, whatever. You know, it's, it doesn't feel like it drags. It's just no. It's, it's an outro, so yeah, it's okay. If, um, you, if you're if you're feeling it, if you're in the groove, you let it roll on. You know, if you're listening to your car, you kind of just stop it. Now live, I can't specifically say, but I'm sure, I'm positive they've ended sets or tours or gatherings mm-hmm. with this. And he is just standing up there fucking yelling Lotus over and, and over it. and over for <laughs> minutes. Not even him. They were doing it at Fright Fest. They kept yelling it. Remember? They hit the lights on, everyone. And- yeah. They didn't end with us, though, did they? Yeah, because that was the encore. No, they did like three Lotus songs, but they ended with that? Yeah, that was the last. That was Maybe. the finale. Question yeah. me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, I can see a gathering where Jay is just up there for loaded and that's all just screaming that over and over and that I feel it the crowd feels it (laughs) I'm I I hate I'm not shitting on it right (laughs) why this okay let me start over Michelle is gonna fucking hate this I hope she doesn't listen to this (laughs) she can't hate me I'm defending it I love it you keep yelling it okay you're at a gathering, mm-hmm. right? You're feeling it. You're feeling the, the juggalo love. Yeah. Mind you, this song, I feel, I understand, is about that. Mm-hmm. But the part where you just yell Lotus over and over, <laughs> how does that correlate to that? It correlates it's a, to It's the name of a group that has nothing to do with, like, it's, it's just very, they're not yelling like, ICP or The Hatchet yeah. or Psychopathic or Juggalo. <laughs> They're yelling Lotus. Why don't they just yell... Do you get the same feeling if they yell Riders? Or for purple Gang? Like, <laughs> well, purple Gang, no. <laughs> but, like, but if why, they had a Rider know? song that had that hit as hard as this, this it's, it's, a, it's a song. It's, it's not the word. It's just it, the context it, of the song that this song know. means so much to so many people. It was so big at the time. You're just... Th- we're a nostalgic podcast. That's our I, theme. I understand. You're nostalgic for... The the Lotus is not... You're yelling like the word Lotus means anything. It's the... It's the con- the connection to this track in this era. I think that's what it is. Okay. That's what I felt at Fright Fest. When I was yelling it back, <laughs> I was like, oh man, it takes me back to 2001, 2002. I don't think it. I don't think the word matters. I think it's just the feeling connected to this track. I think it's like I said. If it was a writer's track that had like for whatever reason blew up and became this mm-hmm. big song, then the young writers is fine. I just <laughs> I just think it's weird that they picked the Lotus. That's all. I don't think they picked it. I think this is the most organic connection think- of that. Because yeah, when you just like talk about dark, like no other Dark Lotus album has anything that like. No. Sticks the test of time. Nothing on this, even album, sticks the test of time outside of this that, like... No, this is... I mean, we joked about it, kind of, but, like, this is... This pushes into the stratosphere of the Juggalo world, canon, yeah. whatever. Yeah, nothing else. Other songs and other things on this album are there, but this is, like, a step beyond those and other shit. Yeah. Um, the stuff we talk about... Everything before this, every track before this, the stuff we mark for is like nerdy, old, like I said, old message board crew yeah. stuff. Like, and there's still some good songs. Like, we're not oh, hating yeah. on it, but like to let me say, stands the test of time. Even this, like, I would be so curious, young juggalos, like you said, who came in 
in the 2010, late 2010s, <laughs> 2020s. You flip the rat a lows, let us know. <laughs> like, anyone younger, is it still, is this song still resonate like, at all? Call your brother. What's <laughs> yeah, he I, don't, doing? I don't think he even knows this. Oh my God. <laughs> Call him right now and just be like, do you know this song? He, I think he only knows, like, the ICP hits. And then this isn't a hit? It's a juggalo hit. He's not a juggalo. He's wow. just an ICP fan. <laughs> oh, so now there's a different. Well, now we're just jumping right <laughs> into this. Is a whole other discussion. We can't get that deep in the weeds. I, 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 I'm, I, my mind, I'm curious. In my we, mind, this is like if I had to have like a five to ten song, ten songs for sure. That would be like all right. If I described you, what is not your favorites? No, not just the like best, what is the juggalo like, culture? This would be there. Ten for sure. Five would this be in the five songs you'd pick? I think some people would pick it number one. I, in my mind, yeah. But like, then I start thinking: the do younger people know this? They may not know it, but you're putting them up on it. So just because they don't know it doesn't mean it doesn't have the same effect. But like, I think you have to you have to gauge every era of Juggalos. Then that's impossible. It's weird because there's been so many. <laughs> like so- when you go back on YouTube and you watch like those early, even like. Uh, shockumentaries you talked that crowd of people shifted when we were heavy in it our crowd shifted 10 years later and now it shifted even again yeah. <laughs> like it's wild how many subcultures are inside of a subculture <laughs> it's and that's a whole nother topic that how they continue to cater to a their target fan base stays stagnant and they get older, but they still are targeting to like high schoolers. Yeah, I don't I think know. If they, the, I think that's the base. I don't and know then if there's like, it anymore. And then there's like, us old assholes who still are there. Yeah, I mean, it's like wrestling jokes about like their demographic is eighteen to thirty-five. Yeah. Like, there's always going to be eighteen to thirty-five people. They're not the same people, but they still try to hit that target. Yeah, except wrestling. They also evolved. ICP, I mean, that's another knock for another day, but, like, when you're 50-year-old men singing songs about, like, being in school, I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, I know you're targeting to the angsty kids. Yeah. But the hearing you talking you about, You don't know like, that culture anymore. Yeah, it's just, it's strange. Like, but I know you can't be talking to older people. You just have to be more... Now that's an interesting thing. They have some. Them. They have some song more recently where it, it borderlines talking like you're a kid. Like I make fun of you for Carly Rae Jepsen for like singing like she's twelve. <laughs> it's like they do the same thing except they're fifty. Well, she's thirty-five, so <laughs> she's talking about boy pro boy problems. I've got them. Can't wait for that new album. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry I interrupted you. You were no. I, I was thinking it's interesting because I feel like those are, this. This is the ICP discussion. The second deck. Second yes. deck. No. <laughs> uh, early on, I think they did go try to, like, do high school songs. But I think the... the Verily. <laughs> yeah. I think the later ones, I think they maybe realized how old they were. And, like, I don't know, did stuff that you would think is cool still at that age. But, like, didn't make, like, high school songs. Yeah. I don't know. Literally, like, Mr. Johnson's high. Yeah. Like, you can't make that. I think, er, I think the early couple, they maybe did a few like that. I had a... Not, that's a whole other discussion, a whole other deep right. dive. And then Twisted, I feel like they've jumped just genres. And in just a year, they put out, like... Here's, <laughs> eight, eight CDs yeah, and then... Here's two rock albums. Here's just a weed rapping album. Here's, like, 
straight up old school rap and then here's a house of crazies type yeah. <laughs> like here's two halloween cds <laughs> they almost pump out they don't pump out nowhere near as ouija but they're almost like that with their own label of like i don't know it's all over the place it does actually what were we talking about i have no idea this song being uh juggle lexicon my computer the lotus yelling that's where we're at my computer literally turned off <laughs> after <laughs> restart it um I I get that we don't want to get too deep into this, but I feel like we can't talk about this song without without bringing up or tying in a bow. Like maybe we'll tie everything else up before we yeah. dive into this. So we did the lyrics, the history of it live. I think they end multiple gatherings and shit with this, right? Like that's a big it's a big live track. I think. Yeah, it was in the era when they're all together, and now. <clears throat> Most recently, Twisted did it live, and the crowd popped, and it, yeah. Yeah. I think it proved its staying power. Um, historical lines we talked about, spot and juggalo culture, literally, like... The whole song is, yeah. pinnacle. So, before we get into the, the ending of the episode, I, I think we have to talk about the idea... <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe maybe we can't talk about this. It sounds better in my head. <laughs> The idea of Juggalo family. Mm-hmm. Where is it unfair? Maybe we just cut all this. I don't know. Like, <laughs> is it unfair to ask you or me mm-hmm. what you feel about that? Like, what's your not the song, but the idea the behind it? Of, uh... Yes. Does it still hold true? What level? Twenty years later, yeah. Is it still hit you the same way? Nothing uh, hits you the same way. And again, not the song. I mean, like, literally. No, like, the concept, but, yeah. yeah. When it came out, 100%. Like, thinking back, listening to this, you listen to this album when it came out, Oh, Long Gathering. Sweet tracks, cool. I remember we, we discussed this whole this whole season, like, memories of when it came out, popping for, like, how crazy the cow mine line was from Jay. Like, oh, fuck, that's crazy. What's Mars talking about? He's nuts. This song hit. And like I said, I think that a whole nother era of birth, this song came out and you're listening to it and you're like, oh, fuck, like, everyone, I think you went into that gathering, having the community thing, but then when that song happened, yeah, you felt it a whole nother level. Do I feel it now? Uh, more more no nostalgic now. Mm-hmm. I think I still kind of do. <laughs> You're like, fuck yeah, last couple of years. <laughs> this podcast alone has made me turn like, <laughs> it's 2001. So it's it's hard to say because of the pod, but... But even back then, I'm not trying to like, out you. Yeah. But you... I bought into it, 100%. Not to the level that I think some people do. No. I mean, that's everything. I don't know. I appreciate it, and I, I dig it. I think it's cool. I mean, that's, and, uh, that's and we're what... not we're not knocking. I, I should have started with that. Not knocking people who do. Mm-hmm. Everyone has different levels of fandom for everything, right? Right. Like, I think we've talked about it with other stuff that, like, no matter how big of a fan you think you are, there's someone who's bigger, or people knock each other, or whatever. Like, there's yeah. How different... much? How much you? How much you take the family thing uh, of like just friends and fans, or like straight up family? And it's all your personal situation. What you you might be in such a shitty situation that you don't have any mm-hmm. close friends or family, and so these people really are your family, which is totally cool. Uh, I don't know. I, I what was I saying? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I put you on the spot with something that I think is too big of a question. So. I I personally 
I feel it on a certain level, and I dig it, and I still dig it. Uh, Cousin Aaron, <laughs> fr- friend of the pod who has never showed up yet on the pod, but we bring him up tons of time. He made a great point of like, I think they even said this on the, the movie they just did, the ICP documentary. But Aaron said it. We we're hanging out when I listened to it. And it's like th- this whole thing, nostalgia of like you go back feeling something of that time. He's like, man, ICP is the only like true punk rock. Not even ICP, just Juggalos. Mm-hmm. That's why I meant to say Juggalos. Like, because Twisted does the same thing. I don't like we say ICP. As I, a I, I, say, I say both. At this time, they were like the label. The like the Juggalos are the last punk rock subculture. Like it really is. Like everything becomes like corporations like selling you. Mm-hmm. No one's selling you Juggalo. Ism, other than the two labels, of course they have to make money. But I think that <laughs> I think it's it's real. The whole family and Juggalo community. Well, is that what we're talking about? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's too deep of a conversation. I'm sorry. We <laughs> we'll come back to that at some point. I, I suppose. Man, what else? I guess we only have one thing left, right? Unless you want to keep talking about Juggalo no. Family. Uh, we didn't mention it before, but if you are listeners, you know that each episode we vote for who we think the MVP of the track is. Mm-hmm. And then if you go to Twitter, follow us at Juggalo RWD, you can vote on the poll that should be pinned at the top of the... We'll pin this one. Yeah. We won't pin the Charlie Sheen <laughs> level of celebrity... That'll be a uh, yeah. floating pole. You'll have to find that one. You may have to go on the uh, Instagram story to vote <laughs> yeah. for that one. Um, so we vote for who we think our favorite, who our MVP is. So this very important track, Juggalo Family, who do you pick as your most valuable Juggalo MVJ? So I have two in mind, but I'm going with... The one I'm going with. And I'm curious if my second pick, the one I almost went with, is going to be yours or from the same page. I'm curious where you go. So I won't say my second one until you say yours. <laughs> I don't think I can say mine without saying why, and I don't <laughs> care. We'll just say it. <laughs> I think my MVP is... What? <laughs> I did not expect that. Because... <laughs> That without he wouldn't be there. So he is the reason for your vote or for someone else's vote. So is the MVP. Get the hell out of here. That doesn't count. That that's my vote. I'm sticking to it. I did not expect that. That's funny. That's a good. That's a good bit. <laughs> we don't have bits on this. On this. Dude, guess who my second would be? Then I'm curious. I have n- n- no. Uh, I really don't know. Uh, I went with. I like that yeah. one. I like them all pretty equally. You have to edit out my entire statement here. <laughs> Mine also gets points because of the. <laughs> everyone's vote. It's not just their verse. It's, yeah, it's it, everything they bring to the table. Yes. So be. yours yours fits. It makes sense. I can't disqualify you for that. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> of course you can't because it's my vote. So I'm picking it and I'm sticking to it. And I think that's the only vote he got all season. <laughs> no, I voted for him. We, we gotta get everyone a point. He has two now. Only has one. Look, I'm gonna take that out. <laughs> Poor guy. So yeah, like we said, go to Twitter, find the pin tweet, and you vote for who you think the MVP is for whatever reason 
you want to vote. <laughs> and then we'll tally them and let you know in a couple weeks. You got anything else before we, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, roll off into the longest episode we've ever had? You got a lot. I'm sure you got to trim out on this one. There's a little bit. We had a good time. It was fun. I felt good. Feels yeah, good. We can we can talk about this forever and ever. <laughs> and maybe we will. Maybe we'll pick up some of that uh, conversation in the wrap. I'm sure we will, yeah. So you're good? Yes. All right. So we're going to wind this down, just making sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this one. This one's for you, Ray. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta. <laughs> Pour one more for my man. <laughs> so two halfsies? Yeah, just one full one. So while Chris is doing that, I'll remind everyone to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Juggalo RWD. Rate, review, and subscribe us wherever you listen, and that's everywhere that podcasts can be watched and or listened to. JuggaloRewind.com is the website. JuggaloRWD at Gmail is the email. And 810-666-1570 is the phone number. You can find all that in all the bios and everything, you know. You don't have to race to write it down, Steve. You can just go to any one of our bios and look at the link tree, and they're all there. And then we added the phone number to the uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter, because, as Steve said, he wanted to call and couldn't remember what the phone number was, so... (laughs) Well, that's okay. If he calls, we'll text him from it, then he can always remember. That's funny. I should text him from it. I just, <laughs> but he ignores texts from people he knows. So I'm right. definitely not going to answer a text he doesn't know. I think that's it. Yes. Are you uh, toasting to Ray Liotta? Yep. As he said, tell Michael, don't let the sauce stick. Keep stirring it. Rest in peace, Ray. All right. With that, that's Chris and his shot to Ray Liotta. I'm Peter, <laughs> and this was the Juggalo Rewind, Juggalo Family. We will see you. Lotus! I think that's backwards. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. We'll see you next week for a very special Ooh, episode. Dot com. That's gonna be a good one. Well, it's gonna be one of all the episodes. It's <laughs> gonna, gonna be, be one. one of them. All right, adios. <laughs> all music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use.